Perik Dalid Mishnah Dalid Ha'av Zakai Bevito Bikudusheha. The Mishnah is going to tell us what are the things that a father is entitled to from her daughter who is a Katana or a Nara. We saw already a number of things such as her income. We'll see other things here as well. Ha'av Zakai Bevito, the father is entitled to the things from her daughter Bikudusheha. Her betrothal. What does that mean? A man can marry a woman by one of three ways either through Kesef money, something of value, like giving her a ring and saying Hareyamakudeshly, or giving her a shtara document that says Hareyamakudeshly, or the man has relations with her for the purpose of marriage. So any of those things can work. So the father is entitled to all three. What does it mean entitled to all three? So when it comes to the kesef, that's simple. He receives that thing of value. The shtara, the document, the father also receives it, even though it may not be worth anything, but he could use it, let's say, to, to plug a bottle to use it as a cork. When it comes to Bia having relations, it means that the father can instruct somebody with the man's will to go ahead and have relations with his daughter for the purpose of marriage. So he's entitled to all three things. He also is entitled, he, he gets her metzia, anything she finds. Even though she found it, the father gets it. Why? The sage instituted this because we don't want the father who has to feed his daughter, support his daughter, we don't want him to be resentful over the fact that he has to do all that, and then when she finds something, she keeps it. Therefore, the sage instituted that the father keeps her metziah, what she finds, of a masia deha, and the income that she makes, the father gets, of a forest and dereha. He can cancel her vows. If he hears his daughter, who's a katana or a nara, make a vow, he, on that day, he can cancel it. Or makabalas gita, if the husband gives her a get, he receives the get. He gets that document. Now, again, it's only if she's a katana or a naira. If katana and naira, also, if she was married and had any sue and then got divorced, then the father would not get that get. He wouldn't get any of these things mentioned in the Mishnah because all of these things are only if she did not have the suing yet. If she has the suing, then she's not under the jurisdiction of her father, and then she would not, and then the father would not get the get either. The Eino Ochel Paris Bechayeha, and the father does not eat produce in her lifetime. What does that mean? That we're talking about a case where the girl inherited, let's say, a land. So since she inherited this land, now if her if her father was alive, if if her father was alive, which is the case, because we're saying the father can't eat from it. It's obviously she's not inheriting the father. So she's inheriting her mother's father, the Rav tells us. Her mother died, and then her grandfather died. So since her grandfather died, and we're talking about a case where there were no other heirs, so the granddaughter here inherits the land. So the father is not able to, the girl, the Nara, the Katana's father, is not a, is entitled to any of the produce from that land. What, he, what he'll have to do is he'll have to go ahead and put it away in a trust for her, because the father has no rights to it. And then what, what does it mean in her lifetime? Because if she does die and she doesn't have a husband, then the father would inherit everything she owns. Then the father would get it. Nisais, if she had Nisuin, then Yasser love Habal. If she had Nisuin, then Yasser love Habal, the, the husband has an advantage over the father, meaning that if she had Nisuin, then everything that we just mentioned up until now, all those things go to the husband. But the husband has something also over what the father would have gotten when the father had she been a Nairo or Katana. Now, if she was a Nairo or Katana, the father gets everything mentioned earlier in the Mishnah. If she had Nisuin, then the husband gets it. The husband gets everything mentioned in the Mishnah plus more. What else more? That the husband does have the right to eat the produce of her property in her lifetime. Because besides the rights, 
to everything else in the Mishnah, he also goes ahead and has the able to see the produce from the property that she inherited. Now we're going to speak in general what the husband's obligations are to his wife. The husband is obligated to pay for her, for her support, and based on the Torah, specifically referring to food and clothing that he has to go ahead and provide for him. It includes food and clothing. That means that if she was captured, for Kony, he has to go ahead and, and, and uh, ransom her. He has to go ahead and pay for her ransom. He has to make sure that she gets. He has to make sure she gets out over the kvurasa. Also, he's obligated to pay for her burial if she dies before him. Rabbi Yehuda goes further. Rabbi Yehuda says, when it comes to the burial, the husband has to do more. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, I feel Even a poor Jew from 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 Israel, a Jewish a, a Jewish person, even if he's poor, lo yifchos mishnei chalilim cannot have fewer than Shnei Chalilim, two flutes, playing at his wife's funeral, Umikonenes, also a woman who leads, Mekonenes is a woman who leads the mourners in Konenes in lamenting. In other words, they used to have by funerals, in order to inspire weeping at the funeral, the family would hire musicians to play flutes, and they would hire women to lead the mournful chanting. So in order to go ahead and make sure this is done, it's required by every husband, no matter how poor they are, to make sure that the wife has this at her funeral.